as as some of the beers get more exciting or more funky in flavor and he can start turning around and doing funkier things in the kitchen with it you know it'll just we just kind of can build this back and forth All right, I'm in Sedona for 65 Jordan Road here in Sedona at Sedona Beer Company. I'm with Kali and Mac, and I'm not going to say your last name. What's the last name? Gajewski. Gajewski, yes. Okay, my wife's last name was Riestenberg. Mm, yeah. That's a good one, she too. She was so excited when we got married. She's like, my last name's Walters. Everybody <laughs> can spell Walters. Yes. So, um, guys, thanks for joining me. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks for making the drive. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to, if I had like some sort of trophy, I would give it to you right now, but, uh, best interview location Sweet. ever. Like look at the pictures that I post with this episode because the view behind me is, it's pretty phenomenal. I see a few vortexes. You can see like the spirals <laughs> going up in the sky. I mean, that's why you come to Sedona, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So guys, this has been pretty quick and easy for you guys to open up this place right totally <laughs> as quick as it could be yes well let's go back to uh the beer the 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 birth of the first beer and that was you mac right you've been brewing since you were 12 yeah. i think you said yeah something <laughs> yeah. like that it, <laughs> yeah no it, it all started back in college i had the the great idea you know hey i'm gonna i'm gonna make beer it's gonna be cheaper than buying it and I can get my friends to give me money, and that pays to make more beer. Oh, you're going to charge them? So yeah. Was like, ah, I was nice. like, hey, you bring, just bring me like 10 bucks, and it's all you can drink. Yeah, well, that didn't really help, but... They still came <laughs> and drank it. <laughs> yeah, they drank <laughs> it. <laughs> they, yeah. And, you know, I, I, got, I got a really experience out joy of, like, making the beer that people are loving, and just that, that great, like, make it, serve it, just bring the people together, and it was yeah. great. Um that, that's where it started. Okay. Yeah. You know, home brewing in college in a bathtub. Uh, <laughs> I've heard you, that. You fermented in the tub. You brewed on the stove. Yeah, brewed, brewed on the stove, <laughs> p- pissed the roommates off because, you know, nope, I got the kitchen today. I got to uh, make beer. Yeah. <laughs> they know. couldn't be that pissed, though, because they knew good beer was coming. I'm, I didn't always have roommates that loved beer. Oh, oh really? Who yeah. are these people? That's fair. Yeah, right? That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. And you're like, get out. <laughs> Leave. Just get yeah, out. Well. I'll cover the rent. Okay, never mind. I need, I need yeah, help. Come, come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I've heard a lot of people do that. A lot of people do the, the fermenting in the, in the bathtub. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, because, you know, when it makes a mess and you, it's the closest thing to a floor drain you got in a, a rental. That's true. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> yes. Super sanitary probably too, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Extra, extra delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you start with any certain styles? Like were there certain styles that like you were known for or in your own mind at least? Um, I mean, home brewing, you obviously start, everybody makes ales because lagering is a pain. Right. right. <laughs> trying to do that at home. Um, my dad is a Brit. Um, I've spent a fair bit of time in Britain, so okay. I've always been tied to British beer. I, I love Cascale. I love the freshness of it. I love just the complexity that comes out of the simpleness of the beer. You know, they're really only just malt, hops, water, and a little bit of yeast. But everything that's there, you taste that when you get the pint. And it's, you know, you can taste the spectrum, and they're all different. They're all really accessible beers, and they're delicious. So, like, that was what's drawn me to beer. Okay. I've never liked the idea when somebody's like, what 
what style do you make? And it's like, well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to pigeonhole myself. <laughs> don't paint me in the corner, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like so. So I guess my my style and like the answer I've developed to that question has kind of come about as I want to I want to tell the the modern immigrant story of classic like continental styles from continental Europe brought to America. And the example I, I pull up and present to people is, okay, the steam beer, right? Delicious beer, definitely a California beer. There's no real historical beer that that is. But why, at least the story I've heard of it, is, you know, gold miners came over from Germany. They had some great Oktoberfest yeast, you know, nice lager, needs an ice cave, makes delicious Oktoberfest styles. Yeah. Right? They didn't have ice caves in San Francisco in the mid-1800s. They didn't even have fridges. Right. <laughs> so they, they, took, yeah. they took this yeast and they made a beer with the ingredients they thought they had, and the flavor came out totally different, but it's still delicious. Yeah. So what I'm tr- kind of trying to do, right, we have the technology. I could recreate styles if, if my skill level was there to, you know, I could make a Pilsner that tastes like it was from Pilsen. Yeah. I, you know, I could do all that. But if I did that, then I'm just copying somebody else. So the kind of the spin I'm doing on it is like, all right, I'm here. I'm in Arizona. I'm trying to make Arizona beers with just that, that hint on it. Like, yeah. you know, is it, you know, like the Abbey Ale we have on tap right now that you haven't had yet. Um, you know, it's, it's an American Abbey Ale. I could have bought candy sugar from Belgium, used that to dry it out. Instead, I was like, well, what's, what's the quintessential American dark sugar? molasses right readily available here it's all over the place america has this long history of what molasses means and tied up in a whole bunch of cultural stuff and all that but it's an american dark sugar it's pretty unique to here um so i use that instead of the candy sugar beer is similar to an abbey you know 90 percent abbey but just a little bit different yeah and it's like all right it's an american abbey ale it's a Maccabi. <laughs> or that. Right? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Maccabi. <laughs> Maccabi, yes. yes. Yeah, uh, so that, that's, that's the story I try and tell when somebody asks, well, what's your style? It's taking a, a classic style that everybody knows from Europe that has a, has a history and then bringing it here and then giving it a little twist that makes sense in this context. Something local or local-ish. Yeah. That, you know, makes it closer to what could be here. And, you know, some of them maybe aren't going to be that amazing. You know, the original style is going to be better, but maybe, you know, maybe one of them will be the next steam beer and somebody yeah. will love it. Heck yeah. Well, sitting out here looking at this beautiful view, too, that, 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 that helps. That, that helps sell yeah, it. Yeah, it, it does. But that's cool, though, because um, you don't see – you see a lot of places, and, and this is not necessarily a bad thing, but you see a lot of places chasing the newest thing, the New England style or the sour or whatever, but to revert it back to – those original styles or those, those, um, I guess for lack of a better term, older styles. That's kind of cool to get those ones. Cause I'd never, when I was looking at your uh, menu there, what is it? The dark mild, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? When I saw that, I was like, what is this? Like, this yeah, yeah. is, you know, this is <laughs> You're great. You're not the only one who says that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> but more of, so I kind of know what it is, but more of like, what, what, why do they have this on their menu? Not in a bad way. Like, why the hell would they do that? Come on, Mac, you know better, but more just like, that's great. Like getting those things out there that, uh, people haven't changed. You're haven't tried, right? So mm-hmm. I know we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but you were telling me a story about kind of your um, 
motivation behind the the dark mild, right? Yeah, it's yeah. my it's my light beer beer killer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we first moved here. Um, you know, it took us a while to get going, as you alluded to earlier. But um, so I was home brewing, still making making test batches, and my uh, my test audience, if you will, the, my my guinea pigs were. Uh, Collie's father and friends. You know, they they took our college kegerator, set it up next to the pool table, and Friday nights come over in the pool. And you know, th- these are guys who their their classy beer, if you will, is Stella or something. Yeah. You know, when they want <laughs> right. want to feel fancy, they go for the imported one. Right in the chalice, right? They get yeah, no, no straight from the bottle. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I was seeing that, and I was like, well, you know, I don't have temperature control. I can't recreate a Stella for them. Yeah. You know, so what do I make them that's going to be approachable, but is just going to challenge them? You know, because I wanted to push these guys. I wanted to have fun with them. You know, a little bit of like give them some dare and, you know, have fun. Right. 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 So I was like, all right, you know, mild style. That's, you know, rich, smooth, really accessible style of beer. You know, I love to drink them by the gallon full it, con- it converted <laughs> yeah. me the first time we went to britain right oh yeah. really it's, yeah you know how yeah. i got her into cascale yeah um so you know it was like all right i like that but how do i really push them that farther so i put a little chocolate malt in there give gave it just a hint of roastiness totally blackened up the pint like it looks like a nice dark porter but it doesn't drink like an american porter yeah it drinks you know, I, I liken it to having cold brew coffee, right? It's smooth, dark, just a little roasty, and you just want to keep drinking it, drinking it until, you know, in the case of coffee, you're like, oh, I've had a little too much caffeine now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this kept the alcohol nice and sessionable, so, you know, people can, you know, drink at it and hopefully take some a couple pints to get there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, I got to get one of those next. That's that's next on my list. And uh well, let's let's go back to it. So, um, did you get did you know him when he was in college making beer in his bathtub? Yeah, like yeah. Breaking Bad style. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I was I was there for at the first batch. Yeah, yeah. we um we started dating when I was a freshman in college. So okay. Um, I've been here for all of the beer. I've tasted all of the beer. I'm probably every the only one yeah. every one of them. Wow. Yeah. I'm probably the only one who's done that. Yeah. Some some it wasn't very much though. Really? I'll yeah, I wasn't that. a big yeah, a smell and. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I have to. Yeah. As yes. hard as it yes, as it do. is to admit, I wasn't much of a beer drinker. Um, the first batches I made her were uh, hard cider. Yeah. Oh, really? He'd make okay. me hard cider for uh, my birthday. Yeah. Every well, after I turned twenty-one, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Because I wasn't much of a beer drinker. I think my first conversion was our first time in Britain. Um, mm-hmm. That summer after my freshman year was the start of my I still drank cider when we went to the pubs but I would start to drink beer and uh as he started brewing more it just you know that slow conversion that we all have to beer where you're like "Eh, it's okay it's a good beer exactly um I got to kind of skip liking bad beer which was cool (laughs) yes I went through years I went through years of saying I don't like beer Mm -hmm. because I didn't I didn't like Natty Light and Genesee Cream Ale and all that (laughs) shit you know yeah yeah yeah. um so I was I was a slow conversion um but yeah I've definitely tasted every batch uh that he's ever made and uh whether the good the bad the ugly of, uh, that can happen with homebrewing, but I'm happy to say yeah. he's never made. He's I ne- saw in his mind. There's a few that like stood out. Yeah, the, the, there's one um, 
the the trade name was uh, Fruity Beer Shit. <laughs> that was college. Yeah. Um, I I tried to make a lager. Okay. Um, in our college wow. house. In in the kegerator, which yeah. was a converted chest freezer. Okay. And it came out. It was drinkable. It, it yeah. initially it was drinkable. Yeah. It tasted like strawberries, which is weird. There was no yeah. strawberries no in stra- it. It was trying to be a pilsner. <laughs> yeah. Strawberry pilsner. Um, and it's really smelled like strawberries. Yeah. And then. Over like the couple weeks that it was in the kegerator, it got really strawberries. Oh, really? <laughs> it was a yeast Where? byproduct. Oh, was, wow! You know, either temperature control got off, I got a little infection there, or something. It yeah. Just, uh, yeah. It, it, it was turned into strawberry syrup. Did you taste it? Yeah, we. Oh, I yeah, mean, we, we drank, drank it for a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and we were in the hospital for two months, but you know, we no, learned. It was fine. No. Yeah, it was yeah. Fine. It was college. Yeah, it was fine. Exactly. Your body can deal with a lot of shit <laughs> in college. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, um, so this was in where? Where'd you guys go to college? Sioux Boulder. Yeah. Okay. University of Colorado. Oh Boulder. man, I'm so jealous. That's yeah. like that is the place I wanted to go when I was coming out of high school. But also not ugly. Yeah. But no. That is a great place. Yeah. I was a big, and I want to say big, I was a Qual- uh, University of Colorado, uh, a Buffalo fan, mm-hmm. right? Not because I really knew anything about football, just because I liked their logo and their colors. So I kind of followed them, right? And also, I'm sorry, because our football team is awful. Right. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah, so, back in the day. That's so fair. I'm 39. So back in the day, I remember mm-hmm. watching Cordell Stewart throw mm-hmm. the Hail Mary against Michigan. Ah, oh, that was that was awesome. So I graduated high school with my graduation money, me and my dad. Um, I said, I want to go to Colorado. So I, I paid for, you know, going out to Colorado. And it was like, it was like almost like a scene from Rudy, right? So I get to the, to the stadium. Was it Fawcett Field? Or not Fawcett. Folsom. Folsom. Folsom yeah. Um, and I'm looking like through the cage and stuff <laughs> and I'm like, this is so cool. And a, like a, a maintenance guy walks by. He's like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, Oh good. I said, I just got here from Ohio. I just wanted to see the field and stuff. He's like, you want to come check it out? I'm like, oh, are you awesome. serious? <laughs> He's opened the gate, and I got to just roam around the stadium for like an hour. That was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, I never went to college there, but that was my <laughs> that was my experience. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys, you met there. We did. We were both uh, on the track and field team at CU. That's how we both got there. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Was okay. for athletics. Oh, gotcha. Um, so we we met on the on the track and field team. Uh, started dating his sophomore year, my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think mainly just because she wanted to get out of the dorms. But. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> right. He had an apartment. He's like, my name's Mac Easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so let's let's jump forward a little bit. So, so you're brewing beer. Um, what what got you to the point where you're like, you know what? Let's make let's let's do something with this, right? Besides making strawberry beer in the in the town, right? <laughs> <laughs> he made better beer after that. Okay. I, I want to. <laughs> Make sure the record's clear. Yeah. That was the beginning and probably the lowest point so far. Well, if this, <laughs> if this gold nail is any any uh, indication of that, I'm I'm with you. This, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I'm Sedona, born and raised. Okay. Um, at the time when we decided to do this, we were living in Denver. You know, with with breweries walkable from our house all over the place, and that's what we spent our time doing. Is going to there was actually a British style brewery. Not far from yeah. where we lived, and so we spent a lot of time there. Oh, nice. Um, Just called, your st- uh, yeah. I won't say style, but shout out to Hogshead. Yeah, Hogshead, Hogshead? Okay. Hogshead yeah. Brewing in Denver. Yeah. Um, but we were back in town here trying to decide, you know, we, will, we I'll go through the story again. Um, my mom passed away in 2015, 
Uh, we came back to town for her celebration of life while living in Denver. We were at her celebration of life um, talking with a family friend, and he said, when are you moving back? And I laughed at him because I never thought <laughs> yeah, I'd move like, back to Sedona. Yeah. Come on, um, tiny talk. Yeah, exactly. And when you grow up here, you're like, no way, man. This place yeah. is way too slow and way too quiet. When you're a teenager in Sedona, mm, mm-mm. Not, no one wants to come back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not the back road partying and stuff like that. No. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, everything closes it eight or it nine does. it really um, does yeah and it's just it's a it's a not a place as a young person you think about moving back to yeah but he said you know when are you guys moving back and max says when you want to open a brewery with us and he said okay and then we both stared at him for a little while like, wait like, really <laughs> double take yeah it, exactly you realize what you're saying right yeah, yeah that's <laughs> basically exactly what happened so we yeah. went we went back home mac was traveling for work i was working as a social worker in denver things were good we had a cool house and, uh, and we just started talking about, like, should we actually do this? Sedona has one brewery in town right now. They've been open, I think this is their 25th year um, this month, yeah. I think. 25 years, wow. It's close to that. Okay. It's yeah. between 23 and 25. I, I'm not sure. Right. Um, and I'm like, why isn't there more beer in Sedona? You know, we get over 4 million tourists every year. We experience beer tourism all the time. When we get, I'm sure you do this too, you get oh, somewhere yeah. new and you're like, yeah. all right, all of the breweries Where's I can walk brewery? to. Oh, I do it before I <laughs> yeah, even yeah, go, yeah. yeah. Like, Jackie, I don't want to go there. Yeah. Like, I heard crime's really bad. They don't have any breweries. Yeah, yeah. yeah go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just started like looking into the market, kind of figuring out why there wasn't any other breweries. You know, this is this is my community. This is where I grew up. And uh, and so we started meeting with friends who own breweries in Denver to be like, OK, can we actually do this? Like, let's talk to people who've done it, see what it's going to take. Mac dumb al- are we? Yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mac had always joked with his friends in college, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One day we'll all open up. I think all homebrewers do that. Oh, They're like, course, one yeah. day we'll do this for real. Right. All of that. And you One know, day you will pay me for this beer. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm going to fly you out to Sedona just so you can, and then make you pay for your beer. Yeah. Exactly. Why is my bill $790? <laughs> do you remember in 2014? <laughs> I, I'm, I have a tally. Do you really? <laughs> you guys know how many yeah, pints exactly. you drank. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so yeah, so we met with some some friends who had breweries and and got an idea of what it would take and and took a lot of time discussing you know what are our goals and what do we want and um and it just led us down the road that kept leading us back here to uh, to do it and in October of 2015 we moved back to Sedona Mac for the first time how I got a guy who's never lived in a rural area to move here I'm not so sure yeah. I but, mean at the time I was commuting to Barstow, California for work. So, uh, so this gotcha. was nice compared to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful. And, you know, it if you is. love the outdoors, you really can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, so we moved back here in October. We incorporated a Sedona Beer Company in December of 2015. And if you see on our logo, uh, and this confuses people, it says established 2016 on I, it. I noticed that. And, uh, and that is just paying homage to the time it took to get going. Okay. Um, so we actively started pursuing leases and buildings in January of 2016. Um, Sedona isn't big. I mean, I don't know if you noticed when you drove through the entire town to get here. Um, but Sedona isn't huge. Uh, there also isn't a lot of commercially industrial space that most breweries will set their eyes for. Like true. There was just never any industry here. So why would there be industrial space? Right. 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 Um, also the word brewery is nowhere in our city's zoning laws. Really? Nowhere. What does that mean then? It means that we had to spend a lot of time talking to the city about what we are, what we look like, and where we belong. 
Yeah. Uh, like, meaning it could be more difficult than you. Well, what, what zoning classification we fit in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we like a restaurant? Are we like retail? Uh, are we more industrial, like an auto shop or something? Yeah. And looking for places. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Because the city zoned, and and so we had yeah. to go through all of that. So yeah, we started actively looking for a building in January 2017. Um, basically, looked for a building all the way through. Um, I would say July of 2017 when we were like, all right, I think we need to take a break. We've negotiated a bunch of leases. It didn't work out. We've looked at a bunch of buildings. It hasn't worked out. The infrastructure is not there. We need to take a break. And then our um, favorite Japanese restaurant, which we went to on the regular, decided to close. And that's the space we're sitting in. It's an unbelievable space. Um, it is. And, and literally the week before we had decided to stop looking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> timing. Right? I know, it's timing. Like, things, yeah. And so they decided to close. I talked to the owner. I was like, hey, like, can we talk about this? Because we had joked with him yeah. over the past six months, like, hey, if you ever want to retire, you just let us know. And we yeah. were really, yeah. we were really joking. Like. Really, I was. <laughs> and Once one another one of those moments, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, you realize what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so we met with them uh, right after they closed. We started working on this building um, where it, it wasn't the perfect building for our brewery in regards to utilities and, and things like that. It was the perfect building in Sedona to create um, a boutique brewery tap room kitchen experience, which yeah. is what we always wanted to do. Okay. Um, and there was no doubt this this is where we had to be. And so we signed our lease in September of 2017. Uh, we went through the city plans construction process from September to 36 hours before we opened. We had notice on Wednesday that we got our certificate of occupancy. We opened Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and that was uh, the first week of August. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, this building was actually built as a house in 1969. Okay. Um, it's a, it's an older building. And then they did a major remodel for the Japanese restaurant in 94 and then it wasn't touched again. So, um, we had no commercial power. We didn't have enough water. We didn't have enough gas. Really? Yeah. So the the, the brew house used, yeah. to, used well, yeah. to be a hair salon. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because the brew house is separated from the the tap room building. Right. It's like across by, the what, courtyard. Fifteen yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. Twenty feet. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, they're just we we had to run new three phase power. We just had to run a bunch of new utilities because first off, Sedona doesn't have a lot of. Um, commercial infrastructure due to its nature. Okay. Um, so that all had to be done. So we had about 10 and a half months of construction. Um, we redid the tap room. We did a full remodel in our tap room. Um, it just, it takes time yeah. uh, to open a brewery. And so after 10 and a half months of construction, uh, we got open in August of 2018. And, uh, and yeah, that's kind of the, the abbreviated version of, of how we made it here, I guess. Why it says 2016. Yeah, why it says 2016. Why we're just now getting open. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, this place is beautiful. Like, so what I love about it, and, and was it like, like the, the inside, like the, the bones of it, was it like that? Whereas like different rooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause you walk in, you got the bar, like tap room area, and then you've got like almost like two separate rooms in the front mm -hmm. and then a patio in the front. And then we got this big back patio area. Mm -hmm. Um, that's great. Yeah. I think it's cool the way that it's, and it's big. It's big inside. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So yeah. In, in that room um, that we walked through to get back here, you'll notice that there's a half wall in the middle of the room with nothing behind it at the moment. Okay. Um, 
Sedona and the Verde Valley is a very wine-centric community. Um, and so our plan for that space is to have a very robust barrel aging program. Uh -huh. So uh, we're in the process of figuring out how we want to build that. But that whole space is going to be used for barrels, both as aging and primary. Mac is going to attempt yeah. some primary fermentation in barrels, wow. um, which is another Britishy thing he wants yeah. to do. <laughs> what is that? So explain what that is a little bit. Um, so have you heard of the Burton Union system? No. Uh -uh. Um, so... Being a beer tourist, one of my trips over to uh, England, I got to take a little trip up to Burton. With Burton-upon-Trent, not the other Burton, if anybody's familiar with English. I'm looking English at you like, geography. my guys <laughs> might have no idea what you're talking also, about. Also, no one visits Burton-upon-Trent. <laughs> yeah. Mac is okay. probably the only tourist they've had. <laughs> yeah, so he the, comes back like, Mac, what's up, buddy? <laughs> well, I did actually meet the mayor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was February in Midland, England. Okay. Right? And this is an industrial town. It has the largest Coors plant in the world is there. Oh, really? Coors has a big malting there. Interesting. Uh, I think they make Doombar, which is their British one, and then Coors Light and all that. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's a brewing town, and it's been, it has the history of a brewing town. Uh, Bass was founded there. Um, if you've ever heard of Burtonizing a beer, it's because, you know, they would add salts to it to get the hard water that they pulled up out of the valley there. It's brewing, right? I went yeah. there. There's a brewing museum. You know, now I want to go there. Yeah, and anybody yeah, listening yeah. needs to go there. You got my attention, Matt. Yeah. Shout out to Burton. Uh, <laughs> but, but I got a. I went on a tour of the Marston's Brewery there, which is a fairly large British brewery. Um, it was probably Wednesday at 11 in the morning, right? Typical brewery tour hours, like, yeah, let's get sloshed. Yeah. <laughs> in February, it was raining. Yeah. It was cold. Nobody was there. Yeah. It was me, one-on-one -on -one tour of... A major brewery. Wow. And they have the only functioning Burton Union system, which is a essentially boils down to a series of, uh, I believe they're 90-gallon barrels that rotate, and the process of fermentation allows the yeast to come out of the barrel, collect in a trough, gets pumped back into the barrel, and the b beer essentially moves through this series of barrels. So it's getting contact with the barrel, it's getting contact with the air, and it's just c more of a continuous process, but it's still run batch-wise. Okay. Um, and it it just, the the beer that comes out of it is just, A, it's a delicious cask ale. Yeah. <laughs> but it also, it has, there's just a little something different about it. So back to, like, kind of the bringing the styles here, well, obviously I don't have room to set up a, a proper union system or even, like, a mini scale down one, but the idea of taking advantage of we have a small footprint well, how can I get more fermenter space without, you know, putting one outside? And, you know, that's a, a lot of glycol cost. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's still Arizona. It's still hot. Well, let's keep something inside. Let's try it in barrels. You know, maybe what's, you know, everybody barrel ages. What about f ferment in a barrel as yeah. well? Get that, get that earlier in that step. Get those different flavors. And then maybe condition that in stainless or, you know, condition it in a different barrel. And so you get more than one step out of it. So that's that. That's the short version of that. Yeah, that um, sounds pretty cool, though. And does, is anybody else doing that, like in in Arizona? I I have not talked to anybody yet who yeah. is. I, I would love to talk to people if there are people out there who if are you're listening. Because you'd love to know that. <laughs> yeah, the, I'd the love to. Oh, what what'd you do wrong, <laughs> and what should I do better? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you're listening out there, and you know what the hell Max's talking about right now. <laughs> reach out to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, hey, I think it's time to. Uh, I want to try that yeah, dark mild. You need, you yeah, need yeah. some beer. I've been dry. Let's do here. it. I'm parched. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
Okay, so I just tasted it in that split second right right, right there when Chris Dodson edited that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this is fantastic. This is yeah. and, and Keaton Bruce Traveler came with me. Keaton, what do you think? Phenomenal, he said. I thought he was going to say it louder. I thought he was going to yell, but uh, <laughs> let, the, let the whole neighborhood know. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> this is how we advertise. Exactly, it's phenomenal. No, this is great. This has, it's, it's fantastic. Like it's yeah, super yeah. drinkable too, right? That was kind of. It's hot. Yeah. Out. It's a little warm today, and, and it's. I mean, it's a porter color, and I don't usually think about drinking things in that color when it's August and yeah. hot, but. It is not a syrupy stout. Who was no, it? Not at all. Someone it on is. staff called it a porch beer. And I was like, what's a porch beer? Yeah. And they're uh-huh. like, you know, a beer you can drink on on the porch when it's hot out. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. That you is could, a, you it could is. do that. I would like to do some blind taste tests with people. And mm-hmm. ask right? them what color this is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, do it like you can line up all of your beers, right? And then have them close their eyes or whatever and give them <laughs> and mm-hmm. say, which one of these is that? Mm-hmm. They would not guess that one. Yeah, but see, it's all in the name. Dark, mild. Right. That's brilliant. Just, it, it just kind of, there. What kind of uh, witchcraft are you doing here? Is that is that Latin? For, uh, <laughs> it is a dark mild. Yeah. Right. No, nah, that's 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 really good. The one we had before was uh, the gold nail, which also surprised me as far as like what my expectation of a gold nail is. Right. Usually, see super clear, um, almost like a pilsner. Mm-hmm. Right. With a gold nail, yours is a little bit different. Well, that is a. That's a that's a long story we okay. can get into. Um, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do so, the uh, the hour version. It, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's the short version, right? Every, every pull up the, the comfortable chair. <laughs> um, so honestly, that is one of my oldest recipes. That started as a homebrew clone recipe of the beer London Pride by Fuller's. Um, okay. Classic English bitter, um, big malt flavor, nice little hop character. Um, just w- one of my favorite beers in Britain because you can get it everywhere. It's just great bitter, right? So I was like, all right, I'm going to make it at home. Um, so it started there. Over time, started you know pulling the malt out, changing it, putting a little biscuit in there, changing it up, using American hop. You know, just ha- how things develop and you change it and it becomes your own. Yeah. Um, and then I was intending to brew what at that point was my amber. Um, I you know I started using juniper branches in it here so it had a little pepperiness to it it was like totally different than where it began so i was going to make that here well i had a little mix-up on my malt order and i didn't get quite enough dark enough caramel i um so those who know caramel malt comes in different gradations um so i'd ordered some 55 i got an extra bag of 15 instead um so it was a lot lighter in color and i was like all right you know, this is what I have. Let's see what I can do. I think it's still going to work. It's got the same flavor profile should work, right? And brewed it, came out this rich golden color, still has the delicious malt complexity that I loved about my amber. Um, still got the nice little hoppiness to it. And the, the funny part is um, it, the flavor is a little bit lighter now, and it actually tastes a lot like another Fuller's beer, they, they do a summer seasonal over there. You might have tapped into a secret <laughs> recipe like stash I, I, or something. I came back around, and it's weirdly. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, did I just clone their, uh, I think it's called Discovery, their, their golden. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, man. Accidental clone. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm calling it golden now, and in a lot of ways, it's an English-style golden. Um, okay. 
still follows the same ethos as with the rest of the recipes where it's, you know, a continental beer that's gone through iterations and based on what I have available, what's American about it, you know, what's the unique things about it. And, you know, this one has that even more fun story of, honestly, I wasn't trying to make a golden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, I had the had the grain I had, and yeah. it's like, all right, let's think about this. Take a step back. What what can I make with what I have? Yeah, that is going to come out good. And you know, it's, it's our best selling beer right now. Yeah, is it people really? are yeah. loving it. Yeah. People are into yeah. it. Nice. Even I, it is a more of a British style, so the carbonation's turned down a touch, as you saw. Yeah. And uh, and people are like really kind of love it yeah. for that. You know, I, I think it really brings out a lot of malt characteristics that you miss in beers of that shade yeah. when you don't have as many bubbles. That's true. Um, and so I think people are like, oh, this is like a very, this is, this, there's a lot of flavor in this beer that it's maybe they miss. good porch beer. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Yeah, Except we don't have any porches. We just have patios. So <laughs> it should thing. probably work yeah. on the branding. Patio beer. Patio, patio beer, beer. <laughs> yes. Yes, or build a porch. So, right? Yeah. yeah, we could, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys could do something on a roof right over there. I'm sure you guys could throw something up there. That would be... Terrifying yeah, I could, I could only imagine how long that would take to get approvals. You see people up on the up on the roof dancing and stuff, like yeah. shut her down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, food too. You guys, you have some phenomenal food. Yeah. That we're not going to get to taste today. I know. Which I'm, means I'm going to have to come up again soon. So maybe yeah. that Damn was it. intentional. <laughs> maybe I did that on purpose. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we lucked out. Uh, I think we we got one of the best chefs in town to join us. Wow. Um, his name's Jeffrey. He uh, he is in charge of the kitchen. Mac and I are beer people. We're not pretending like we are restaurateurs. Yeah. Um, so he uh, joined us about two months before we opened. Um, we didn't have an oper- operational kitchen when he joined us actually yeah it we didn't have food we did i mean we were under construction yeah. everything was dirty yeah everything was um, dirty we didn't know if the grills worked like, we didn't know anything oh so yeah. everything it, oh yeah we just like the japanese restaurant yeah. so everything was there everything was there we just didn't yeah. touch it we we're like cool it's here right right the end <laughs> yeah packs <laughs> um, of chips and that's all yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those can sit here right. just fine yeah, yeah yeah so uh he came in um i i after we met with him and, and interviewed him we knew he was the right fit um, and I didn't want to lose him. I yeah. was like, all right, we got to hire him now. I'm, I, I can't let someone else find him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we hired him and we brought him in and it took him about a week and a half to get the, make sure the kitchen was operational. That was his first week and a half of work. I think he probably regrets that because he had to do it all over again after construction because yeah. everything got so dusty. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Came in, busted his butt, got it clean, got it ready. And then we had a month and a half more construction. It got dirty again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thanks for all your hard work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, and so... He ended up refinishing all of our tabletops. He basically probably did 75% of our painting inside. He wow. helped us pour a 3,000-pound concrete bar. This, I mean, he is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. He came in and just busted his butt for two months with us. I mean, this guy is a trained chef. He's been a chef for a long time, and he is out here laboring for yeah. us, right? Probably a good change of pace for him. I yeah, think, at the right? end, he was like, I learned that I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, <laughs> the construction part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know like, what? I'm going to keep my day job. And I'm yeah. like... That's fair. You know, half of life is just realizing what you don't mm-hmm. want to do, right? And mm-hmm. if there's a little inkling of him thinking, you know, maybe I'll change careers. And he's like, no, nope, I'm good. That's exactly yeah. what I think we happened. That one down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what, basically what we talked to him about while we were interviewing him is, you know, we're beer people. We love great food, but, you know, 
the beer is our focus. And I said, you know, this, this would be yours, you know, what, what you wanted to create, what you wanted to do. We want it to pair well with the beer, but it's, it's your baby. It's, it, you get to make whatever decision about yeah. whatever you want. And, uh, so our, <laughs> he probably had the biggest rush to opening cause all of our beer was yeah. made. Right. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so he, the, the way we decided when to open is we got, we heard that we were going to get our certificate of occupancy on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We didn't have it yet. Okay. Um, we heard, and then we were expecting it Wednesday. And so we were literally waiting for an email saying we could open and he was hoping it was going to be before the cutoff for food, food order. So we were literally all standing around waiting to see if we were going to get our certificate of occupancy. And as soon as we got it, he got his food order in so we could get it the next day to open the following day. Oh, wow. That was that was the turn. Were you like refreshing your email? Like just like basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, it came in the morning, so we didn't have to wait that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he he got uh, an entire food order that Thursday. He prepped. I think he had like a 12 hour prep day because yeah. he makes all of his sauces and, and stuff from Ooh, scratch. Nice. And so, too. yeah, he makes sausage from well, I'll definitely get into his food, but like. He probably had a 12-hour prep day the day before we opened. We did a super invite-only soft opening that Friday. Yeah. And then we opened to the public on Saturday. Okay. Um, and so he he just, like, he really showed us what he could do that week because mm-hmm. he had no notice. And he had almost a full menu that first day. Yeah, wow. Which was amazing. The kitchen ran smooth. The kitchen ran really? super smooth. I, I can't say everything else ran perfectly smooth but <laughs> yeah the kitchen ran, ran pretty well jeffrey smooth. did his part yeah Matt, come on man. <laughs> step it up dude <laughs> so yeah we're, we're really lucky to have him as part of our team um he makes really really incredible like you know well done spiced up bar food so um like i'm, I'm just gonna I mean, in some ways, it pairs with the beer, right? The, yeah. The, in a lot of ways, it pairs with the beer. Right. I think that's how well, he designed like his the, menu. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant Just more like, to mm-hmm. like the in beer. terms of ethos, right? It's okay. you know he he takes the idea of like say a bratwurst, right? You know, everybody makes them. You you can buy them from your food distributor. They taste pretty good, but he makes them in house, right? He grinds the meat himself. He packs them himself. He spices them himself. Cooks them in dark mild. Oh, really? Cooks. In the dark mild? Yeah, nice. yeah. You know, the the yeah. beer brought cooked in our beer, and it's it's just good. Yeah. Like, you know, and it just pairs with what we're doing. And, you know, his chorizo, he d- takes the same he makes, way. He makes from scratch his chorizo. Yeah. And you guys nailed it with him. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, totally. eat his food, and I love uh, yeah, more yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I tell him he's not allowed to leave, and he laughs at me like I'm kidding. And I'm like, I don't... I'm like really not kidding. <laughs> you're really I'm like, not. I'm not even smiling. I don't know why the hell you're laughing. Yeah, exactly. Sure, so. <laughs> it, I think it's a nervous laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta check the ice in the back. <laughs> but yeah, you know, after such a long process of us doing this all ourselves, to to walk into someone who we can see as a partner and a really amazing um, collaborator with our with our beer is just I. I'm so grateful for him for jumping in full speed, refinishing our tabletops. Yeah, and, uh, and you know what? The coolest part is the relationship between him and Mac is like, he wants to make food that complements, complements Mac's beer, while Mac also wants to make beer that comp. So they're, they're going to, as we grow, do a lot of work together. Yeah. Um, the last beer that Mac brewed had some um, smoked malt in it. Mm-hmm. And so they were talking about like, okay, I have extra smoked malt. Do you want to incorporate it into something in your food? Ooh, How nice. do we want to do yeah. this? How yeah. do you want to do that? Like, hey, I have extra molasses or whatever. Yeah. Um, so their collaboration relationship is super cool, and I expect our menu to really grow in the way of um, our beer and food getting closer together and more, 
you know, um, cohesive as we grow. Yeah, you know, just kind of take take the idea. We're doing both right here, right now, kind of thing. Yeah. How can we make everything work together? It doesn't doesn't have to be separate, but they can be. You know, and just kind of some are contrasting, some are complementary. Um, you know, we we opened with four pretty pretty middle of the road beers at the beginning, but you know what four or five things on the menu had you know like each beer was in something yeah um and then as as some of the beers get more exciting or more funky in flavor and he can start turning around and doing funkier things in the kitchen with it you know it'll just we just kind of can build this back and forth you know i can take you know wart before it even gets fermented you know siphon off a little let him do something with that that would be cool you know and just kind of at every phase in the process, you know, go beyond the spent grain biscuits that, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But normal thing, you yeah. Know, kind of still play with that as an ingredient. Play with, play with hops. You know, give them. You know, what if what if you took regular hops and put those on your salad? They're green. Uh, <laughs> no, right. Let's not you do can that. tell. Let's you can you can I, tell. I'm the beer guy. I do the beer. He does the food. But yeah. that's the kind of thing I can throw out a stupid idea like yeah. that. And you, you know, either take it or not. Yeah, well, pro- <laughs> yeah. probably one in a hundred might actually be good enough. But What's that brainstorming yeah. concept, totally. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you, are you saying that we may see a sausage session IPA one of these days? Oh God, <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> right. no, no, don't they, do that. Yeah, never say never. No, because exactly. there could be something in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe throw a little smokiness, a little saltiness, something like that. I actually have food for you to try during our next break that I can that is really good that I uh, that I know we can take care of. So he made those brats that he braised uh, yeah, in this yeah. beer, and then after so he, he his food is really fresh. He r- changes our menu every weekend. Oh really? Nice. And so the way he changed the menu the following week is he pickled all of those brats that he had made, and I've and I've never had a pickled brat, and I was like. I don't know. Meat, pickled meat sounds weird. I'm not on. I love the pickled meat. Okay. All right. (laughs) So I I had, I didn't know. And then, um, one of my favorite things about Jeffrey is I walk in and the very first thing he does is like, eat this. (laughs) (laughs) Now. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's it's amazing. So we have some, I'll cut some up for you guys so you can try it. Um, it's on our butcher board right now. So we have a massive meat, cheese, preserved platter. It's actually called the brewer's board. It's called the brewer's Brewer's board. board. Okay. Um, and it's on there right now (laughs) and it's amazing. And I, and I'll talk to our guests about it and they're like, Oh, pickled meat. And I'm like, no, really try them. (laughs) They're so good. That's interesting because like, and I, this is going to sound horrible, but I've been known to get the like the packets of like the sausages at the gas station, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. those pickled sausages. Those things are fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, I like anything pickled. So, um, but yeah, next yeah. break, I'll get you some. I'm in. I'm <laughs> in. Yes. Um, so, anything else you guys want to share? Well, oh, let's you know the view, right? I mean, this yeah. is one of a kind. I think I might have touched on it before, but we're going to touch on it again. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So, so how, what? the hell i know (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean sedona's pretty basically no matter where you're at so it's it's hard not to have a good view but we're about um three blocks off of the main strip of uptown which is nice which is nice um locals don't like to come up here okay um i can say as a local because it's touristy right um there's a lot of traffic it's hard to find up here like in 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 on the the main strip in the main strip of sedona you know it's 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 dense 
relative to the rest of town. And yeah. yeah. So we're where the tourists, yeah. where right. the tourists yeah. are right. there sometimes. Right. Yeah. Right. But so our benefit is we're close to that. You can walk to us if you're in uptown and yeah. want to walk. It's Actually, right next to one of the biggest parking lots up here. Yeah. I noticed that. So this is huge. This is public lot number one. It's a city free lot. So is there any ever other businesses that would, like, certain times or days it would be filled up? Or is that... That's just public, period. That's huge. That that's is, just that's public. People come here yeah. and then walk down the hill to, oh. the, to the rest of the part where it's hard to find parking. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, we're in a part of Sedona. We're, we're surrounded by residential. Our neighborhood is super psyched to be... Uh, like, the yeah. people who have found us from the neighborhood <laughs> that realize... So we stay open until 10. In this neighborhood? In here? this neighborhood. Yeah. So we stay open until wow. 10, which, which is like in four Sedona. four hours past everybody exactly. else. Exactly. Right? And yeah. we serve food till 10, too. So wow. the people in the neighborhood is are, can come and get takeout at 930, yeah. which they are super-duper psyched about. The people and who I, work in Uptown, mm-hmm. they can get done with their shift come up here have some have beer. food have some beer oh, after their awesome. work but yeah 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 so we're not in the the you know most obvious spot in sedona which i think is you know is the way i prefer it yeah. um i want locals to be comfortable to come up here but i also want tourists to be able to come and find us um i think another really cool part of our building besides it being beautiful and having great space is we share the building with the only medical marijuana dispensary in town i saw that yeah yeah I so saw, it's just yeah. the two of us <laughs> yeah um who uh, uh buds right. and suds yeah. someone told me buds the other day yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, i would say this chillest neighbors ever yeah totally so. <laughs> they are so yes that's um, awesome though yeah. yeah so it's just the two of us don't get go, there's I, I know hops are in the same family as cannabis mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so Oh, we've if we've then. talked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've, you know, actually, we, actually one of the the guys who works over there, he's working on growing hops. You know, he's experimenting with it. Yeah, his background in growing marijuana. Yeah, and, you know, he he's growing hops at home. So we're we're talking like if he gets a decent harvest, you know. Of the hops, not the pot. Per the TTB, we are not allowed to put any any yeah. cannabis-like product in our beer. Yeah, no, to okay. be clear. All right, all right. Disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> no. No marijuana in this beer that I'm drinking. Officially. Yeah. Come on, man. Something just fell in there. No. Uh, But no, so, but that is something that a lot of people don't know are hops and and cannabis are the same family, right? They're cousins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically. that's cool though. That's those are good yeah. neighbors to have, right? They're yeah. not going to cause a problem. It's the coolest building. I mean, like yeah. you know, you get in Sedona. There's a lot of t-shirt shops. There's a lot of you know tourism focused thing, and, and we have this building that's one highly regulated them by the state yeah. us <laughs> for alcohol. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and highly regulated. Highly yeah. regulated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pun unintended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also like a really cool combination of growing industry. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully soon we'll actually be able to start doing things together in an official capacity. Like, you know, right now the best collaboration we have is the the guy who's growing hops is, you know, he gets some. And I'm thinking, you know, if he gets a decent amount, at least dry hop, you know, an IPA with it because it's nice local grown in the Valley hops. Like, absolutely. You know, it has that local connection and, you know, do it that way. But, you know, as we... Come on, society. Let's get there. <laughs> right. we, we can make this happen. Right. right. It exactly. has potential. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool to get there. And I'm surprised that there's one in Sedona, a dispensary. Yeah. I like think a, I think it took a while. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know the background. They've been here five. Four or five years. Four or five years. Yeah. Um, I think that's why they're <clears throat> excuse me up here is because we are so off the beaten path and tucked away. Yeah. And that's where they could get approval okay um i think that's part of it i i also heard um when we first started they had a hard time finding a landlord that would rent to them in town so 
Um, old school, just the old school mentality. Of, I guess yeah. you know they they see it as risky or something, but they're uh, it's a it's a damn dopers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, so they're awesome neighbors. Um, it's actually a pretty big company. They have sp- dispensaries all over Arizona. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. But yeah, I mean we love having them as neighbors. They come over and and have lunch, and a lot of their patients will stop by yep. and have a beer on their way in or on their way out. And yeah, it's a I like our building for that. And not only is it like just a super awesome place and a, and a building that I don't think there's another one like it in town, but it's just, you know, it's a cool place to hang out. And that courtyard between our two doors is just beautiful. That's and a, oh, that tree. That tree. Was is that, that like tree in this 700 tree? 700 years old? <laughs> Actually, that might have been an understatement. I was yeah. trying to exaggerate, but that's, yeah. Who knows? That's uh, 7,000, Eric. <laughs> you know your trees. Uh, but no, that's great. Like that, that tree out there, me and, uh, me and Keaton were talking. Um, it, it's huge. What do you say, Keaton? It was like a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, that's cool, though. That's Totally. Yeah. I want to hang building. a swing from it so bad, and then I'm like, oh, I, I, my insurance guy would murder me oh, if yeah. I hung a swing from it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, okay, um, you guys are doing awesome stuff here, making great beer. I can't wait to taste the, the pickled meat. If I leave, just take the yeah, pickled yeah. meat. I'm, I'm happy. That sounds so gross. <laughs> I know. I know. Each time I say I it, I'm like, it's oh, good. Yeah, I know. No, I don't think it sounds... I don't think it sounds gross at all. I'm excited for it. Um, but, uh, okay, on Instagram, you guys are Sedona Beer. Yep. Sedona Beer Co. on Facebook. Yep. And the website is... I got SedonaBeerCo.com. SedonaBeerCo.com. Awesome. Yeah, that's the one. Awesome. So right now we're open uh, Thursday through Sundays. Okay. Thursday, Friday, 3 to 10. Saturday, noon to 10. Sunday, noon to 8. Okay. Um, Excellent. We'll, we'll grow from there. Um, yep. And, uh, and, yeah, we're really excited to, to grow it from here. I'm excited for you guys. Thanks. You guys are doing some cool Thanks stuff. Thanks for coming. You guys are cool people too. We we we've been working on this forever, and I'm so glad that uh, that finally uh, we have beer to drink. Beer to drink. And it's great beer. So <laughs> and pickled meat. And pickled meat. Yes. All right. yeah, I thought that was assumed. Yeah, we're we're good there. Yeah. So uh, all right, guys. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for coming.